Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe, all about focus. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Woo, you are in for a treat today. You'll be hearing not just from me, but countless other experts, specifically sharing their hacks on how to stay focused as busy entrepreneurs. Okay, so here's how this went down. Just a few weeks ago, I was preparing for the Marketing Impact Academy live event. It's an event that we put on once a year. It's a big deal. And it's three and a half days of tons of content live on stage. It's myself, it's other presenters, and it's really important. It's not just important for me to deliver great content and keep people entertained and engaged, but it's really important for me to deliver content that people can take action on. And then also to make sure that whatever speakers and experts we have on our stage, that the way they're delivering content fits with like our theme, our message, and that again, people aren't just being motivated or they're not just learning a new technique. They're actually able to implement it while they're there. So I have to be incredibly focused in the days prior to this live event. And I've got to get my sleep and I've got to be on point. So as I was preparing for this event, I was thinking to myself, I know what I have to do. And I'll share that with you in order to be focused. But I wonder what some of my friends who are entrepreneurs do. Rather than reaching out to those who are, you know, do exactly what I do, I decided to reach out to a variety of them so that no matter where you are in your business, these tips and hacks are going to be applicable. Okay, and here's what's really cool. I didn't tell them exactly what I was looking for. I just kind of reached out to them as a friend and said, hey, listen, can you share with me how you stay focused? I mean, there's so many demands for your time and there's so many things we feel like we need to be doing and we're pulled in so many different directions when we're a business owner. How do you do it? And I asked them to send me a voice note with their best advice. And I also said, you know, if it's really good, I'll probably use it on a podcast because I knew like this kind of information, it's too good not to share. So keep that in mind when you're listening to the audio, because one of my friends actually recorded their message to me (laughs) from the shower. And it's a pretty nice visual if I do say so myself. (laughs) Okay. First, you'll hear from my friend, Lewis Howes. Now, Lewis Howes is a New York Times best-selling author of the book, The School of Greatness. That is also the name of his top-ranked podcast, The School of Greatness, and that's how I met Lewis. We connected as fellow podcasters several years ago. We're friends. We've gone snowboarding together, worked out together. He's a really cool dude. He is what is commonly referred to as a lifestyle entrepreneur, kind of teaches people how to build their business and their brand and their message and deliver it to the people. He's got a really great new book out, by the way, called The Mask of Masculinity. It is an awesome book. I asked Lewis for his best tips, and here they are. When I was thinking about my number one focus hack for myself, I was trying to think of something clever. I was like, you know, there's that one thing where you set the alarm every like 50 minutes and then you take a 15 minute break. I think it's called like the Pomodoro effect or something like that. Uh, there's all these other little apps that you could use on your iPhone and uh, goal setting and things like that. But really, I try to keep things really simple. It starts with a, a simple system that I've been doing since I played sports in high school. And that is vision, strategy, schedule. I'll break it down really quick. You know, most people don't have a clear vision of what they want to achieve, whether it be for the year goals, 
for the next month goal, six months. They just want to achieve more. I just want to get more sales. I just want to get more leads, more traffic. But how much? You've got to get so clear on exactly what you want to create, exactly the results you want to get. I call that the vision. What's your clear vision? And when do you want to achieve it by? So I want to achieve this vision by the end of the year. And then that means every single month I want to create this in order to get there. you got to break it down with a date. Clear vision with a date. We did this back in sports. We'd have a clear vision of what we wanted to create by the end of the season. And that was our our vision. Then we need a strategy. Okay, what is the strategy? Um, you know, I need to hire the right person in this place. I need to execute uh, so many things every single day here. I need to create this many podcasts. I need to write this many words for my book. Whatever it may be, the end result you want, you've got to have a strategy that you're going to execute. So you map out a strategy. You write it down, you know, use the push journal, use something to write it down and get clear on the vision you want and then how you're going to make it happen. And then here's the thing where busy entrepreneurs or distracted entrepreneurs miss out on, in my opinion. They don't have a schedule. They don't have the third thing, which is schedule. And every single day, if you look at my calendar, it's scheduled all the things that I need to do. Every hour is scheduled. Even if I'm not doing something that hour, even if it's just goofing off or taking a walk or just relaxing time, it's scheduled to chill. And most people don't have a clear schedule of the strategy they're executing around the vision they want. And so therefore, you get easily distracted. So the simple hack is to have your calendar, whether you use a Google Calendar or the Push Journal or whatever it is you're using, have a system that works for you to know exactly what you're doing every single day so that when you look at your calendar in the morning and the night before, you know what you're doing that you can stay on track with. Now, don't try to overbook yourself because then you might get overly distracted as well. Just keep it to the top two or three things that you need to get done that day that's going to move you toward your vision that day as well. If you focus on that and if you set up a good team around you who can delegate a lot of the things that maybe you're distracted by, then you set yourself up for success. So one, get clear on the vision for what you want to create. This again could be what you want to create this month, this next few months, this season of your life, or this year. And then put a date by when you want to create or achieve that specific thing, whether it be in business, health, relationships, life, it doesn't matter. The next thing is to create a strategy around that vision. Okay, what am I going to do? Uh, how many people do I need to connect with? Who do I need to hire? Um, what's the software we need to get? You know, the media we need to buy to drive traffic, whatever it may, may be. What's the strategy? You got to get that step next. And then the schedule, create a schedule to execute the strategy. And if your schedule has something on the calendar, then you just need to show up and do it. But if you don't have anything on the calendar, and you just let things go loosey-goosey, then you're always going to be distracted. That's my hack. My name is Lewis Howes. You guys are awesome. Next up is my friend, Monica Gray. Now, if you've been following me for 20-plus years, you've been hearing her name for years. We have been friends for over 20 years. In fact, she stood up for me in my wedding, was there when I delivered both of my kids. She's got triplets. We've been friends forever. And when we started out in the fitness industry, which is where we met, we were both 
fitness instructors, and personal trainers. Today, Monica is a successful health coach with a multi-level marketing organization, but her primary focus is her studio. She owns a cycling studio called Loco Cycle. That's hard to say. Loco Cycle. And she is loco. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. She's so fun. She's a riot. She's got three kids, triplets. Hello, triplets. And a really busy business. Like there's, you know, tons of people coming into her studio every single day. Employees and instructors she has to staff. So I asked her, girl, how do you do it? How do you stay focused? Okay, so a few things that I do to help me stay focused. First of all, I have to be like in the right frame of mind. And in order to be that, in that spot, in that space, I need to have usually worked out already that day. It kind of helps calm me down and not be thinking about when I'm going to get my workout in. Those are just things that like make me happy and calm me. Um... I also need to be warm, as silly as that sounds, but I need to be, I'm happier when I'm warm, like not too hot, but just kind of like that, that, and not, not fall asleep warm, but crazy enough, my car is one of my favorite places to write down my thoughts, to kind of go over some ideas that I have, uh, to write notes on my phone about what I'm going to have do next, and um, with our cycling business that we have it is um you know really important to come up with new challenges that we have for the members and or what our new specials are going to be or you know how we're reaching out to the members and making them feel more important so those are all things that i you know that i'll do many times while sitting in my car and take notes on it and then another great thing that i've found that has been good for my focus is to share that with someone else um, for the accountability, whether that's my husband or a girlfriend or, you know, one of the other staff members that we can kind of go back and forth on it, on these ideas that we have or what's what we're going to do next for the next quarter. It, um, it helps with the focus, helps kind of bring it all together. I'll tell you what does not work for me that I've tried before because I've like, you know, read it somewhere or something. Like going, for example, into like a coffee shop or Starbucks or something and sitting there and trying to be like all like, oh, this will be my office type of thing, kind of to be away from the house and to make sure that um, I'm not distracted at home. That doesn't work because I am not good at not listening to other people's conversations. I am very good at eavesdropping and can somehow, I don't know, it's like I got the bionic ear or something and I will shush people around me to hear a co- someone else's conversation. Okay, because I think it's intriguing and um, whatever you call it nosy. I call it possibly helpful because sometimes I will butt in and offer them some great advice that has really been appreciated. Other times I've gotten some strange looks, but most of the time I'd say eight out of ten. I won't even say nine out of ten. Eight out of ten times I've helped somebody because of my eavesdropping, you know, or made them giggle a little more about their story by adding a little bit about my experience with what they are talking about. So, yeah, but it does not work with focus because I will get nothing done in a coffee shop other than listening to other people. Um, Something else that does not work for my focus is being hungry. I cannot stop thinking about it at all. It's not good to go into a, a focus moment 
being hungry because all you can focus on is the pain in your stomach and the hunger and how you might pass out because you're so hungry and who's going to save you when you pass out. All right. So um, I hope this was helpful and thank you for taking the time and focusing on what I said. Okay. Are you ready? I promised that you get to spend a little time in the shower. Little did you know it would be with my friend, Sean T. So you got that visual? Okay. So we're about to go in the shower with Sean T to hear how Sean stays focused. Now, you should probably know this. Sean recently became the father of twins. That's right. He and his partner, Scott, have two beautiful baby boys. In addition to that, if you don't know Shanti, then maybe you have not been watching infomercials. He is the star of infomercials like Insanity, Asylum, Hip Hop Abs, T25, and more. He is a fellow podcaster. His show is called Trust and Believe. And Sean recently became an author. And Sean's take on this is really interesting. Sean comes at this from a completely different perspective. And here's what I love about it, because I just said, how do you stay focused? And this really boils down to, for many of us entrepreneurs, how do you manage your energy? That's what focus is about, if you ask me. It's about managing your energy. And there's emotional energy, there's creative energy, physical energy, and mental energy. So put your shower cap on. We're going in. Hey, Shaleen. It's Sean. And yes, what you hear is water. I'm in the shower. Uh, might be a little crazy, and I hope you can hear me, but uh, this is pretty much right now with two amazing newborns, the only time that I can really be alone, which is very interesting, but I did, wanted to, I did want to address uh, the focus conversation. Uh, the first thing I wanted to say is I don't believe that you can focus without being and giving 100%. It's like, would you film something and post that video if it was out of focus, right? So I think the first thing that I know about myself and what I know about communication with other people is that I need to focus and focus needs to have 100% of my time. And I do that with, with Scott. I do that with my kids. Now, my two beautiful kids. Um, and I do that in my business. And so that's the first thing I want to say when it comes to focus. Like, you can't be focused without giving 100%. Because if you're not focused, then that means parts of your life or parts of that particular piece of your life is or are blurry. And I know nobody wants to squint through their life. And so that's the first thing I want to say. The other thing that I find to be um, really interesting about me in general is that every single day when I wake up, I recalibrate my life. You know, people recalibrate a scale before they get on a scale to make sure the weight that they're going to see when they look down is the, the correct weight. They want it to be as accurate as possible. And so... I believe that you should do that every morning, for me anyway. I have to recalibrate my life. What is it that I want? Knowing my negotiables and my non-negotiables. Knowing my needs, which are my non-negotiables, and my wants, which are things that, you know, are negotiable. So that's how I focus. 
You know, I focus by making sure that when I do need to focus, I give it 100% so that life is not blurry. And I don't want my employees or my, my, uh, my family or my friends to feel like I need to, um, I don't want them to think that they're out of focus for, in, for me. And, but more importantly, it's about finding that calibration. Recalibrate your life. Believe that what you're doing matters. And the only way you can do that is if you find balance. And like I always say, like trust and believe in who you are. And just know that you have the power to recalibrate and focus 100% so that you can live your best life. And I love you. Shalene Johnson. So Shalene, I'm drying off. <laughs> and I wanted to be more specific to the people who might be <clears throat> listening to this about how, you know, how do you actually recalibrate your life? And so basically I take the things from yesterday that I really loved and appreciated and I marry them with the things that I really want to succeed out of today. Like, what do I want to be successful at today? And I marry those things together because then I can create a great world for myself. It's a 360 degree look at yesterday and what I want out of today. Because I believe that you should go after the best feeling in the world. But simultaneously, I still look at the things that I struggled with yesterday. And while I don't like living in fear, because I believe it's false evidence appearing real, I do believe that you do know some uphill climbs or some uphill battles that you're going to experience today. And so I look at the struggles that I had yesterday because I know I found some strength from those struggles. And if I feel like I have any sort of uphill battle today, I look at the strength that I gained from yesterday's battle and I utilize that superpower in order to get through it. The first thing I do is not to panic. I don't panic first. The sound might be better here because I'm in my closet. <laughs> um, I don't panic. That's not the first thing that I do. Um, the first thing that I actually do is I say, what did I gain from yesterday's struggle? Because you gained something from struggle. And so I just wanted people to know that you can take greatness from yesterday and combine it with the greatness that you want to possess today. And you can take the struggles from yesterday and utilize the strength that you gained from that to create uh, strength to get up that hill. It's like leg power. So um, I guess in a sense, it's about finding your power and keeping it and keeping it. Next up, Nicole Walters. Now, if you've been to one of my live events, you may have heard Nicole's story from the stage. What I love about Nicole is she's a mom. She's a new mom of three. And that might sound strange, new mom of three, but she has three adopted beautiful daughters and at the same time that she adopted these three girls, she quit her six-figure business to build a seven-figure online business. So not only has she had to figure out how to be an entrepreneur, but she's also had to figure out how to be a mom of three all at once. I think you're going to love her perspective. Distraction is one of the biggest challenges that every entrepreneur faces. We have so many great ideas that we want to see come true. And so we have to make sure that we're maintaining our focus. Well, as somebody who gets super excited and wants to run off and do the next great thing, I 
have to put in a total system to make sure that I can stay focused, get things done and accomplish my goals. Well, I started with the system provided by Miracle Morning, which is a great book by Hal Elrod. And in this book, he talks about a routine called the Savers Routine. And that's an acronym, S-A-V-E-R-S, for the order that you start your day in order to make sure that you're accomplishing the most important things and setting a mindset of intention. Now, the savers routine starts off with waking up and engaging in silence. Now, I've modified this routine over time to make sure that it fits the way that I live. So I start off my day with prayer. As a woman of faith, that's what works best for me. But the key is that you're starting off your morning routine with some quiet time to really think about you know, what you're grateful for, what makes you happy, what you want to accomplish, and just really spend some time um, expressing that thanks. So you start off with that. The next, you go into affirmations. Affirmations are the weirdest thing for me. Speaking out loud, positive things that I want to happen just feels a little awkward, but I do it. And you know what? It works. So I start off my day with just a few minutes of affirmations. After that, I do visualization. Visualization is where you spend some time intentionally making your mind see yourself winning. So I spend probably about one or two minutes just visualizing where I want to be and what I want to do and where I'm going. After that, I do exercise. Now, it's crazy because you would think, what does this have to do with focus? Well, when I'm able to burn a little energy in the morning and start off my day by getting my endorphins pumping and just really waking my whole body up, not to mention focusing on my fitness, well, it, it not only changed my life and helped me lose over 61 pounds, but it also sets my focus for the day. Um, it's during that time that I'm really able to listen to podcasts, listen to great content, and, um, and it just starts me off right. The next part after exercise is reading. So once I'm done and I get in and I take my shower, I fix myself a nice uh, cup of tea and I sit down and I read a book. And the book is about personal development. So I always make sure I take some time to read something that I know is going to help me grow because you can't get better if you're not doing the work. Um, and this also helps me set my focus and apply things to my work day that I know will be really beneficial because I'm garnering all that knowledge from the content I'm reading. Um, I also take some time out to read a newspaper just because I like to stay up on current events. Um, the very last part of all that is what's called scribing because it's savers with an S, but the truth is it's journaling. So I spend a few minutes just writing down some thoughts and intentions, organizing all the things that I did earlier in the day uh, to get my mindset in a place of focus and just putting that down pen to paper so that I'm able to, you know, keep keep track of sort of the goals that I have in mind, the things that I want to accomplish, and then also just write some notes on whatever comes to mind about how I'm feeling. And engaging in this routine every morning can take anywhere from 10 minutes. If I'm in a rush and I got a lot to do, I'll just spend a minute or two in each area. And um, it can take as long as 30 minutes to an hour if I really want to spend some time getting the work done. I always aim for about an hour. So I start my mornings early, but engaging in this routine, and I've been doing it for almost a year now, uh, not only has allowed me to lose weight, uh, double my revenue, uh, set more focus, but I've become a better boss, a better mom, and a better wife. Last but not least, Anne McKevitt. Now, if you're in the United States, you might not recognize the name Anne McKevitt. And frankly, I'm a little nervous about sharing her name with you. She's my secret weapon. Maybe you've heard me speak about Anne McKevitt before, but she is the guru that Brett and I have hired and been working with for almost two years now. She's a genius, and she is responsible for taking our business 
to the next level, helping us find direction and teaching us so much really about focus and team building, branding, and how to think and act like a big business. She's remarkable. Her accomplishments include being recognized globally as a business builder and leader. She's, of course, a multi-New York Times bestselling author. She was a primetime TV personality, especially in Europe. People know her. Like when people see her on my Snapchat, they're like, oh, how do you know Anne McKevitt? She's a former magazine publisher, and she's built and sold several multi-multi-multi-million dollar businesses. The woman is... And I say this with great fondness. She's like a freak of nature. She's this tiny little five foot two, redheaded, petite genius. In fact, Forbes magazine called her, quote, head of the pack when it comes to business. And Time magazine calls her one of four international business leaders to watch. And you may have a hard time placing her accent. Trust me, I've been trying to figure out how to impersonate her for like almost two years. She's originally from Scotland. Spent a lot of time in the UK and Australia. The accent is unique to Anne McKevitt. Shalene, this is my focus hacks that you asked for. The first thing I'd like to say is that most people think that highly successful people don't get distracted. And I don't think that's true at all. I think highly successful people have the same human habits and the same things that make them distracted. But the difference between somebody who's highly, highly successful and somebody who struggles with it is that the highly successful person has become really militant about crushing all distractions. And I have, you know, worked really hard at all levels of removing distractions so that I can focus. One of the simplest things that I do is I turn off all notifications on my cell phones. I never, ever have any notifications come in. The only thing that does come up on my cell phone screens are text messages when they come in. However, they don't come with a noise. And most of the time, I have my phone on my desk facing downward so I can't see the screen anyway. And even when I'm in meetings, I will do the same thing, where most of the time I have the phone facing downwards. So I'm looking at the back of my um, iPhone. I'm not looking at the front. I only pick that phone up as and when I want to see if there's any text messages I need to deal with. So that would be a really simple one that people can do. The other thing that I have is I have three cell phones. So I have one for... Um, all my American clients, one for my UK clients, and one for my Australian clients. What I do every night when I'm finished working is I take my cell phones and I put them into a physical box and I put a lid on that box and I don't look at my phones again. When I get up in the morning, like everyone else, I want to see what's happening, but I don't look at what's happening. I don't open that box until I have finished and completed my exercise. For my focus, I know that I need to exercise. And to do that, I don't need distractions. By physically having the phones in a box, it makes me focus really clearly that I can't take the lid off that box until I've finished doing all my exercise. The other trick that I have is if I have a really important writing project, 
I always used to use my laptop or my desktop. I've, I've got kind of three different Mac computers. So I have a desktop one, which I use for certain things. I have a laptop I use probably 95% of the time. And what I've done, um, probably this has gone back about three or four years ago, when I realized that I was getting drawn to starting to research a project sometimes halfway through writing something. At some point, you have to stop researching things and you have to get on with doing the project. So I found that the easiest way to do that was to actually go and get a separate laptop just for writing. Now, I know that a lot of people won't have the funds to do this, but there are blocking apps that you can use to block yourself from looking at your emails and looking at news sites and all these different things. Um, I found by actually having a laptop that literally had nothing on it, um, so it didn't have anything else connected to it. I didn't turn the Wi-Fi on. I didn't have all my other kind of things synced up. I just left it an unsynced computer. That became key for me, being able to really focus and write for projects that I had limited time to do. And I still go and use that laptop when I've got something ultra important where I can't be drawn to look at anything else. A more extreme hack that I have, um, people might find this quite amusing maybe, I don't know, or, or funny, but when I know I'm setting up a new venture, a new business or an extremely important project, to me those things are so high and importance that I can't have a single interruption. And what I normally do is I go and I check myself into a hotel. Now, that hotel may only be literally 10 minutes away from my house, but I will check myself into a hotel for a number of days. Sometimes it's been up to a whole week that I've stayed in a hotel. And I have said to my friends, my family, my staff and everybody, do not contact me unless somebody is close to dying because I do not want to hear about anything else other than a family member's dying and I need to know. Um, so when I check into the hotel, the other extreme thing I do is I pre-order all the meals that I'm going to have delivered to the room with the hotel staff and I tell them what times to deliver those meals. I also tell them when they come to deliver a meal that they are to knock on the door three times and leave the tray or the table outside the door and not wait for me. So the reason I do that, and it sounds a bit crazy, and maybe it is a bit crazy, <laughs> is that I don't even want to talk to somebody. So I don't want my brain being pulled into a chit-chat conversation that stops my flow. So when I've got to focus and have absolute 100% flow on a project, that's how I do it. The other thing I do in the hotel room is I have them remove the TV. So I'm basically in a space, I'm in a nice room, 
I may have annoyed you, but I have no human contact and no way of tapping into what's happening in the world. And I make sure that I don't go on to any other websites or emails or anything. I don't check anything. It's as if the world has come to a standstill. Um, and that's how I go about setting up something that's really important. It has allowed me to set up over 30 businesses at this point doing that strategy. So it's an extreme strategy, but it really works. I think for anybody else who's starting out, they might go, well, that's a bit crazy. I don't think it's so crazy to lock yourself in a room and say, I don't want to be disturbed. I'm either bringing my food in with me for two days or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to ask for food at certain times and please don't disturb me. It's amazing how much you can achieve just by not having other things happening around you. Um, you know, for me, it has made a massive difference, not just in the volume of businesses that I've been able to create, but the other thing it's done is it's allowed me to really kind of think internally about what it is I'm trying to achieve and how I'm going to do that and not let anything else get in my way. So those are my hacks. Crazy cool. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed receiving these messages from really successful, wonderful people who I am lucky enough to be able to call my friends and learn from. I hope that you have a circle of people around you who you can reach out to, ask for advice and and get great feedback and learn from them. If not, you've always got Build Your Tribe. As always, it's my goal when you're listening to create shows for you that are brief, where I'm bright, I can make it fun for you, and then be done for you. So for now, we're done. Don't forget, I'm releasing episodes at the moment on Tuesdays and Thursdays, provided you're still downloading and listening to them and sharing them and writing reviews. If you're still holding up your end of the bargain, I'll hold up my end of the bargain so thank you in advance for stealing your friend's phone and making sure that they have subscribed to this podcast. It's perfectly legitimate. I love you. Talk to you soon. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30 day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.